Okay. Okay. And I was trying things out with my ex again. Mm-hmm. And then all that debacle happened. And then I had one of my best birthdays that year when we had it at Lenora's. And oh, yeah. That was a hella blast. Yes. Was that, but was that your 28th or your 27th? That was my 28th birthday. Okay. Because I was still 27 when okay. I had, because my dad got sick in June. Then my birthday came, which was best birthday ever. <laughs> and then, um, even though I beat my 30th birthday, but 30's been a great, great year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, I don't know, I, I think that's when I started also knowing that, like, I was having food allergies and stuff, mm-hmm. so I was going through the process of weeding out things, but that's also when I started going into a depression. Right. So, like, I understand, like, a lot of the struggles you're having, which is, I don't know, I think why I'm, like, telling you, like, don't do what I did and just lock yourself up. Right. Because I think it's very important for me. Like, I know a lot of what got me out of being depressed was, A, figuring out my health issues right. and then surrounding myself around people that made me truly happy, which is, I think, one of the great things about my father getting sick is that I really learned who my true friends were. Amen. And who really is there for me. Even though I had a shit ton of friends and yeah. people always yeah. me, like, you can't have many friends yeah but you do but I do yeah I'm I'm a different person like I have a very intimate relationship with each one of my friends right I'm super close to so I don't know I just I was going into a depression at that time right so I'm like thankful to be out of it and like that's why I keep saying 30 is a great year because I'm like living my best life I'm out dating I hate it (laughs) (laughs) but I'm doing it although if it doesn't work out with one of these two guys or this one guy I'm gonna take a break from dating Amen. For a while. No, I've taken a break. I've taken a, just a break in general. So, mm-hmm. but I have to bounce back in yeah. some way, somehow. I keep seeing that TikTok where, like, the girls, like, I have one more relationship with me and that I'm coming up with. And I'm like, that is pretty much me. Like, I can't keep re-explaining who the fuck I am to mm-hmm. somebody. I mm-hmm. can't, my favorite color is turquoise. You want to know what my favorite color is? Come watch this episode. <laughs> I'm done telling people about Amen. me. Yeah. So. I got it. I understand that. Yeah, no, that's why I don't like dating. Because it's I mean, just... It is. Because I'm a weird person, and you just have to get to know me in any... You're not that weird, though. But, like, for me, I feel weird in the most, like, basic way possible. Because I feel basic. Like, I'm just a basic human. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not dramatic. I'm not... I'm not extra you're, anything. You're a extra sometimes. I Doesn't mean, sometimes, crazy? sometimes. <laughs> but like, you have to get to know me to know yeah. these things. But it's and like you I, said earlier, when like we were a dating site doesn't do that. Uh, but no, like earlier you said, like normal people are usually like people who say they're normal aren't really normal. Like you're right. saying that you're basic, you're not really basic. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's quirks about you, but you have to like really get to know you. Yeah. But definitely. Like for me, I always shut it off dating. Mm-hmm. And for many different reasons, and I think that's why I'm pushing myself out there to date, and I'm being very vulnerable Mm -hmm. in this whole state of it, like, which I think why I get a little offended by guys sometimes, because, like, this one guy keeps, like, he doesn't think that I'm being genuine Mm -hmm. with who I am. Yeah, And I don't know if it's because, like, the things that he's been through in the past. Yeah. Like, he has, like... Not gonna get into his business. Yeah, like, he yeah, has yeah. a lot of shit going on. Yeah, and I can understand why he would think that I'm not being genuine, but this is who I am. Like, exactly. I'm a very if scary... you don't, if you don't know you, <laughs> you would know. Like yeah. you don't, you don't fake anything no. for the sake of somebody else's feeling. Like no. you are who you are. Point yes. blank. Period. And I'm very much about, <laughs> very much about who I am. So yeah. I think 
I don't know. I get very upset with him though when he says like he accused me of being genuine. <laughs> like bitch, well, this is who I am. Yeah, exactly. You crazy ass bitch. Hey, that's and why we that love note. you. That's why I love you. And on that note, I'm Estelle. Yes. And I'm Ariel. And it's Ariel's birthday, guys. Woo! 27. I know. It's weird. Is it weird? It's so weird. Every time I look at someone and I'm like, I'm 27. And they're like, what? especially family members. They're like, uh, when did that happen? Like uh, today? <laughs> yeah, today. So I'm 27 years old. I'm doing my dream. I'm creating my dreams. Creating your dreams. This year. Yes. So year of 27, I also started pursuing dreams which is the pab podcast yes 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 episode 20 it's really weird that we're already on episode 20 it's a good feeling it is it's still weird though because i i don't know i felt like at some point we would have got tired of it but like i still like have such a drive to like do another episode do another episode like with everything going on with me right now like my mental state i'm very surprised in myself because when i'm feel this way i freeze i don't do anything and this is the only thing that I'm actually, I actually look forward oh, to doing. Because it probably, it brings you back into the light. Exactly. I think. Yeah. And it's like a nice feeling to be around. And being um, kind of productive. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not just like moping around. Exactly. Um, so make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the PAB Podcast. You can follow me at Deshaka. And, and me at Ariel.Hardy. Go wish me a happy birthday on the PAB podcast yes. <laughs> Instagram. Tons of happy Thank you. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Although your picture is super cute. It's like one of my favorite photos. Same. Miss, so. Miss Jessica with the end. No, bye. Yeah, no, 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 bye. 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 Ill, 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 no. Mm. Bye. No. You. <laughs> Her eyebrows, though, do look really good. Flickety, flickety. Yes. <laughs> She's like, stop talking about me. Yes. And if you're new to our podcast, just know Jessica is our producer. Yes. And we make fun of her on the daily. Yeah, which I'm waiting for the day that we actually turn on that mic next to her and she starts talking back, but she refuses to talk on the mic. So, good luck, guys. <laughs> um, so, this week, with it being Ariel's uh, birthday, she forgot to pick a topic. I did. And again, it comes back to the mental state of where I am right now. I'm trying to look for the positive. So this week I wanted to talk about the pursuit of happiness and kind of give myself a goal and give myself a vision of what I am am gearing to, what I'm heading towards, and to remind myself, you know, there is a light at the end of every tunnel. So... Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So what is going to get me through that tunnel? And for me, I think that was the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. And I we came up with five different... Different goals, personal goals on yeah. that list. But it's funny, like I was talking to some guy about this, which there's nothing going on between us, but like... You're friend. We're, You're friend. we're becoming yeah. friends. We met on a dating app and we became friends. I've actually never met him in person, which I also kind of like having like a pen pal. Yes. It's really nice. It's very 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, like we were talking, he was asking me like what our topic was going to be and I'm like saying it's going to be a pursuit of happiness. He's like, no, that's not a good idea. And I'm like, why? Excuse me. <laughs> I'm like, well, why would that not be a good idea? And he's like, well, because what, if you're constantly chasing happiness, you're never going to achieve it. 
I mean, I think that's, for me, that's a negative kind of way to, th- I'm always going to chase the things that will eventually make me but, happy. But you said the reason why he thinks that way is because when he didn't live in the moment, enjoy the moment, mm-hmm. that he realized that he wasn't happy. And the moment he started living in the moments and stopped actually chasing happiness, right. he became happy. Absolutely. But I don't think it's about the chase. It's about the pursuit. And it's yeah. it's one of those things. For me, I guess the definition is similar. Yeah. But for me, it's the pursuit, the day-to-day, everything you're doing in the, the moment to get to that happiness. So it's it's not a chase. I'm not running after anything. I'm pursuing it. I'm, and for me, pursuing takes time. It takes effort. It takes, it takes uh, patience. And also being in the moment. Well, it goes to back, like, the part of the reason why we wanted to have, like, this podcast is to have conversations of having different point of views. Exactly. But for him, that's what works for him yeah. versus what works for me or you or two different things. Right. I just thought that was such an interesting thing because, like, I feel like one of my biggest goals to me to be successful, mm-hmm. I think, is just being happy. Yeah. And that is, like, my major key point in life. Mm-hmm. And... I notice I am more happy when I'm just enjoying the moment. So right. I kind of like like his thoughts on that. Right. Because I am now a happy person. I'm in a great place in my life. Yeah. Not exactly where I want to be with right. my career and other things, but I am truly happy. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, I, I get what he's saying. Like, yeah. I stopped chasing happiness and yeah. I'm happy now. Right. So I get it. I got, and I understand that. I can, I can see where that comes into play I guess because of the mindset I'm in right now yeah I want to get back yeah I want to get back to that happy place and I work better with a goal I work better to know what I am going after going after what I'm trying to to have a destination at the end yeah or I'm just gonna be in a black space of nothingness (laughs) and just no kind of direction no vision so then what is what are your top five like list of your goals so for me it's it's gonna be it's generals Mm -hmm. like it's a very generalized sense and again the the pursuit of the generalized goals is is within those five major topics so for me it's career with this podcast with my future vision of having a production company and then love having that partnership that relationship that I can bounce my ideas off of oh my goodness are you bitch I mean (laughs) you're a relationship you're not a romantic relationship listen (laughs) I love you but I don't love you like that Mm. it's all right you're lucky I get you you're lucky we're on the same page and then family so like my present family and then my future family so whether that involves children whether that involves an extended work family um so career love family mental health mental health for me is a big thing that I have always fought for for myself fought for for others and have kind of molded and shaped throughout my lifetime and it's a continuous struggle and it's a continuous journey that is always going to be a part of me but I want to make sure it's the best part of me yeah and finances I need to be comfortable I need to have 
some quaint behind me. Yeah. So I feel like with career, I think everything else will fall into place the way I expect it to or need it to. So right now, those are my five major things. I think it's funny because I think that's partly why we're friends because a lot of our goals mm-hmm. align with one another. Like right. For me, it is my career, this podcast. I mean, I do love my job at the radio station. Yeah. Growing there is very important. I'm learning so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to like write a cookbook someday. Yeah. I want to become, I want to start a cooking channel. Like, yeah. I do think I have an opportunity to be like a, like show other people that everybody's not like Gordon Ramsay that cooks. Like, right, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, yes. Like, I'm basic as bitch trying to cook. <laughs> it ain't that cute. And it's not all great presentations. But I definitely like the second one is finding my version of what my parents had. That yeah. is so important to me. I think that's why I probably struggle with dating mm-hmm. because. Um, and I'm going to expect it to be instant. No, because so, their love story was not instant, instant at no. all. My parents were friends for years. Yeah. And they were on a polling league. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of want to go check a boy at Oh, my God. Just maybe I'll meet somebody. Um, but I Ooh. think, um, but it's, it's hard because there's so many people who just want this instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me also, like, I think, like, I've gone on a date with guys and they've, like, told me after the first date they won't be talking to anybody else. And that's... As Don't do as, that. Yeah, as much as, like, I want that. Like, Don't do that. I have to feel you out. Exactly. Like, and don't tell me what to do. Yeah. It makes me not want to do it even well, more. Well, he didn't tell me. He kind of asked. But, like, if I said no, like, you're not going to be happy with yeah. me. So why are you asking a question you don't want an answer to? Exactly. And so and then I guess third is family. I have a huge family who I'm very thankful for. I want to kill them all the time. <laughs> That's what family's for. <laughs> yeah. But I do think... I've gotten closer with my family mm-hmm. over the past couple of years, and I'm very thankful for that. My mom is, like, my number one person, and I'm just like, you know, I do want to have kids someday. Yeah. I also debate about that because I'm afraid of pregnancies. So, fun fact about me, pregnancies freak me I'll out. I'll hold, I'll carry your child if you <laughs> ever feel really, truly gross about it. I do think I need to do it at least once. Once, yes. Absolutely. And then if I don't like it, you can have the rest of my children. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be pregnant for a very long time. I've offered that to many people. You should stop offering I really people. should. I'm just saying. It's a weird thing. It's like an alien growing yeah. inside of you. And then, so wait, that was, that was four. Mm. Uh, no, that was three. Mm, that was three. Um, sorry, I got distracted. My friends are another very important thing to me. Mm-hmm. Having all my relationships with them. And then mental health as well. Yeah. I do, like, mental health, I've been dealing with mental health issues in my family my entire life, and mm-hmm. I do think it's, like, the silent killer in the world. Yeah. Like, we all ignore mental health issues. If you think about it, like, all those school shooting, those kids, mm-hmm. like, there's obviously a mental health issue going on. Right. Look at some, like, Black Lives Matter. A lot of that is a mental health issue that we're not acknowledging. Right. Racism is a mental health issue yeah. that we're constantly treating people, or training people to hate other people. Right. So, yeah, those are my five. Yeah. I mean, for, I think with each one, it's like your friend was saying, it's definitely a in-the-moment situation where we have to do it day by day, minute by minute. Yes, and we also have to, oh, sorry, my boob. (laughs) (laughs) That was hungers. Just saying, having big boobs are not as great as everybody thinks they are. But I think it's like a, a daily thing that each one of those goals we have to work on daily. Yeah. And I know it's hard because mm-hmm. 
we both have full-time jobs. Yes. Like, even with this podcast, it is a whole nother full-time job. Mm-hmm. And I know you, I, and Jess all get, like, <sighs> like, we don't want to, like, think about it sometimes. Yeah. We don't want to work on it, but it's something that... It's not even... I'd rather work on this than, than other others. Full, the one that pays my bills. Most. So it's one of those things where it's just, like, if I could find a way to just do this and get money from it, and I know I have to, you know... Put in that work. Put in but that. But right now we have to do both. And yeah. I know all of us are so mentally exhausted. Mm-hmm. Plus dealing with all of our other goals and our yes. other family lives. It's mm-hmm. just, it's an, an everyday, I don't want to say battle because it makes it seem harder than what it is. Right. But it's. It's work. It's a task. It's definitely work. Yeah. You know, it's, work can be fun, but it's also sometimes very hard. I mean, not everybody's work is fun. I don't think accountants' jobs are fun. I don't think my (laughs) job is fun in the slightest. I mean, it's fun that I get to work from home. I don't have to... I. It's fun with the leniency that I have to kind of just do my job and not have something in my face at all time or someone in my face at all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I, yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> but it's one of those things where I I'm very creative. I have a very creative mind. I have a very creative skill set. You're also not in a creative environment. Not at all. So that's where I'm struggling with in my head because I need a release some way somehow this is one of my biggest releases Mm -hmm. and I just have to find a monetary (laughs) creative release yes very much so I think for me like work right now I work in events and there's no events going on right like very slow at work so constantly trying to find things to be busy and there's not really much to be creative on right now Mm -hmm. or have creative brainstorms Mm -hmm. because of the fact that nothing is going on so it's I get it like it's and it's also exhausting because I go in and work and do daily monotonous things right exactly and I think that's the the killer of a creative mind Um, is the monotony of just you know everything that's gonna happen and if the weird things that do happen are snarky emails and you're already not in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm also not a nice yeah. person. And, like, a lot of times I say things that I really shouldn't say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do need to think before I speak sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I notice only when I have the mic on is when I ever think before I speak. Right. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just carry around a mic all the maybe. time. <laughs> and just tell people about themselves. <laughs> but I like... Uh, yeah, it is yeah, the work culture. culture. You have yeah. to. You have to be on... You have to be, like, respectable, and and you can't be a nuisance or a burden, or yeah. you run the risk of getting fired. Yeah. And you don't have the, like, with a creative mind, if I don't like something that you're doing with the podcast, I can tell you, and yeah. vice versa, or if oh, you yeah. need to pick up. But it's never, like, I never feel attacked. It's, it's never nasty. Yeah, so it's, it's one of nasty. those things where a lot of the work culture, especially corporate work culture, it's very... Oh, yeah. It's very um, well, too, if you, dog eat dog. Yeah, and it's also very like you're afraid to say anything yeah. because you don't know how that's going to affect you because if somebody doesn't like you, 
you can lose your job. And I also yeah. I hate that about any work culture. Yeah. Anywhere. It doesn't matter what place you work in. If somebody mm-hmm. doesn't like you and you can do one thing and get you fired, it's right. absolutely ridiculous. Right. Because it's especially when it's the great workers. Yes. Like, that's the thing I think yeah. that makes me so annoyed with that situation because, like, like, say for myself, like, I bust my ass very yeah. hard and there are people that don't like me. Right. And for your, just, for not even your work, yeah. it's for you. You. Like, yeah. I gotta, you're not, like, at the end of the day, you are not going to like everybody. You're not supposed to. You do have to learn to get along with people. You need to learn how to respect people. Yeah. It's one of those things where... I also feel like that, like, even with society, like, you don't have to like everybody. You don't have to agree with everybody. Right. Like, at the end of the day, like, I hear people talking about the whole Black Lives Matter movement, and they don't understand it, but... I also think that you, if you don't understand it, that's fine because you've never really witnessed it. Right. You've never experienced but it. But don't attack. But don't or... attack people who are going through it and right. don't dismiss their stories. Exactly. Because yeah. people, life is all about perception mm-hmm. and what you go through and what I, what I go through and what you go through are, are two, two different worlds. Different things, yes. And but just because I didn't go through what you didn't go through doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it, it didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah. And I think that's such an important like thing to actually. For people to realize. Exactly. Because it also helps you learn to respect people. For sure. Because even at the end of the day, I still don't have to like you. Right. There's no rule that says I have to like everybody. But, I mean, it's common courtesy. It's decent human living that we need to respect the other life next to us. And, you know, it's it's challenging, but it's not impossible. I think that's why I hate the world right now. It's, I hate it, but I just, it's a struggle. It's it definitely a struggle to kind of wake up every day knowing that you're not going to be liked. Well, for me, I'm not going to be liked because of the color of my skin or, no. or it's, or the people that do look like me are struggling far more than I am and yeah. there's nothing I can do about it. So it's one of those I mean, things. I wouldn't say there's nothing you can do about it. Constantly speaking about it. I do think I think we have a very opportune moment to help make things change right now. Mm-hmm. And I do think we're making some headway. It's not going to be an easy fight. See, me, I'm I'm that person where, like, I need to fix it. And yeah. I can't you fix can't, it. You literally can't physically fix it. Yeah. I think speaking about it and make making little efforts in your everyday life helps change it. Mm-hmm. Going out and voting is another thing. I did see somebody post something that, like, not, that if you do stuff in private, it doesn't mean anything, and I thought that was the stupidest thing, because... I do everything in private. I'm a private person. <laughs> no, I'm a private-ass bitch, so it's one of those things where I hate that. Like, I hate if I'm not vocalizing my anger or my hurt or my pain, it's not happening, and I don't think that's fair. No. To put on anybody. No, because there's some things that you have to deal with yourself. Like for me, and I like we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. For me, like even with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, I'm dealing with it in a totally different level. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a family, yes, that a we didn't see skin color like everybody's the same, but my family also has blinders on the fact of what like white privilege is. Mm-hmm. And they sometimes don't think those things happen because we live in an equal society that mm-hmm. every man, they believe in the true words that every man is created equal. Right. They don't see that. It's not actual actually the truth. Yes. So it's, I fight that battle every right. day. Like my brother and I have conversations about this all the time. And a lot of people think that he's racist. He's not. Right. He, he, but he doesn't, I don't know, he 
him and I get into real he's, arguments. He's not racist. I think sometimes he can be insensitive. He's very insensitive. So it's, it's which is one why of those. I start going at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't know. And, but my brother, like. He, he has, has the kindest heart. Like, I know your brother. Yeah, like, yeah, he he's very be, insensitive he's to, <laughs> to <laughs> the situations, any situation, really. But he, but he, he will, if he sees yeah. you broken down on the side of the road, he'll be the first person that stops yeah. and helps you figure yeah. out whatever your problem is. Take you wherever you need. He'll tow your truck if he mm-hmm. needs to. Like, he is. He has the kindest heart. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, I fight that battle every day. Right. I feel like that's the more important battle for mm-hmm. me. First, because, like, at the end of the day, I'm also training my nephews to think that way and yeah. teaching them that they, just because you didn't experience doesn't mean it didn't happen. Right. And I think that is a more important lesson for them to learn than anything because I'm tr- I'm creating little humans for the next generation. Yeah. For me, it's it's a little bit of guilt, a little bit of fear, um, major sadness. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a guilty that like my story isn't the same. And that I didn't, very true, but I didn't see it sooner and not saying anything or kind of seeing it sooner and anger because in, within myself and then within society and sadness, because I never want to see anybody go through pain, but I'm also a very empathetic person. So that's why I think. Yeah, I'm feeling the world vibrate. The frequency of the world is screwing up with my frequency. So I'm just like, okay. (laughs) And I know it's hard. Yeah, to detach myself. Not detach, you just gotta be able to turn it down. Yeah. Because in order to pursue your goal of happiness, exactly, you have to close all that out. It's and and that's where like I struggle because I don't want to let go of who I am because I find my empathy very strong and it, it puts me in tune with the earth and I don't want to let go of that but I also don't want to become overwhelmed by other vibrations so it's it's one of those things where I'm still and honestly it wasn't a it didn't become a revelation until many years of therapy and recently going through personal issues within my household and kind of realizing that I'm not everybody's keeper. So kind of just letting go of... That's why you have to learn to tune in. Yeah, so I'm kind of trying to to remove myself from that that self-imposed guilt that I put on myself and kind of remember this is my life and I have to figure out what is best for me in order to help everything else. I, I have to do this too because I I also worry about my mom. Yeah. And everything that's going on at home and I've also had to learn recently yes. to be selfish. Yeah. And it's not being self I think people take being selfish as a negative. A negative thing, but it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's something that you have to do for yourself, especially we have really big goals that we have yes. for this podcast. Yes. But we have to make selfish decisions yes. all the time. And I, I just had this conversation with mm-hmm. somebody. Some, the most important thing you can do is make a selfish a selfish decision for yourself. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you have to make sure that your decision is going to affect the people behind you. Right. So, like, I make sure that I'm making the right decision for myself so I can make sure I can take care of my mom. Exactly. So I can make sure that I have the relationship that my parents had or my right. version of it. Right. So, 
I make a decision to make sure that this podcast mm -hmm. gets where we want it. Right. I make a decision to learn how to make other recipes and learn how to cook things or try something new so I can write a cookbook. Right. So I can start a cooking channel. Like right. it's not it's not being selfish because I know when I'm successful, the people in my life will be successful. Yeah. You have a selfish current, not a selfish, selfish future. future yes. So it's and I think I think selfish and self absorbed get your cousin confused. Also, your cousin also like taught me that a yeah. few weeks ago. Like yeah. you have to make selfish decisions mm -hmm. to help yourself out. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with There's that. nothing there isn't anything wrong with it because it's one of those things where my life is my life and I'm the only one who can live it and be responsible for it. And whatever I decide, I know in my heart that it's meant for the people that I love. It's for my future career, for the the future people that will work for us mm -hmm. and the my future family and the family I have now and my mental health later. And I think that's where that pursuit comes from. Yeah. It's I'm trying to do it now so I can enjoy it later, later and so other people can enjoy it later. And everybody's been telling me, being 27, like, enjoy your 20s. Like, don't think about everything now. It'll come when it comes. And I get that and I agree with that 100%, but I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop going for it. I agree with that. Because, because if I just let it go, yeah. then it's, then I'm not going to have, happen. exactly, it's not going to happen the way it needs to happen. Well, like, I have to have. It's funny because, like, it's even with dating. People tell you to stop searching for love. You won't find it that right. way. You have to, like, stop searching. And I don't necessarily believe in that. Right. Because, like, if I'm not actively dating or yeah. I'm not actively, like, putting myself out Nobody's going to come knocking at my, my door. door. Yeah. Not it's not this is not, not the way that works. <laughs> well, my neighbors, it did work that way. And, <laughs> and it'll, you know, but like that's the one percent of the world. Yeah, like, like it's not gonna happen like a storybook no. or a movie or rom com. And they had their own struggles too. Like they got married, divorced, and now got remarried, mm -hmm. had a baby. Like it's not picture perfect for everybody. But exactly. I think if you're willing to put yourself out there, I think that's when things start falling into place. Very true. Very true. Yes. Yeah, that's but. That's um, and hopefully we can talk about the the our categories oh, yeah. in depth more later oh, on. For sure. So, I mean, we kind of already did with our our love lives, the mm -hmm. things that we want. Yeah. So if there's anything you guys want to know or a topic you want us to talk about. Yeah, just hit us up at yeah. the PAB podcast at gmail.com. Yes, leave it in the comments below. Don't forget to like and subscribe so we can know who's talking to us. Yes. And uh, yeah, follow us at Ariel.hardy. Ow. We also have a petty award before you like. <gasps> ooh, Although, ooh, you? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, remember who you're talking about? So I had to go get a. COVID test. Though. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She has her pettiness happening. Listen, I'm just saying, I'm really mad at you. I kind of want to give it to you for not warning me. I did warn you. No, you didn't. I did warn you. I, I said it was a little uncomfortable. The way you took it is completely different than how I, I experienced mine. Well, your nose obviously wasn't raped. All right? Is all I'm saying. Why mm -hmm. are you Continue. Uh-huh. So yeah. I, would, I had to go have this COVID test. I'm having a procedure done later mm -hmm. this month. I just tested negative, everybody, so we're allowed to be comfortable. I don't want to hear no shit from all you people. We're all negative up in this baby. <laughs> but, um, yes. so I had to go get it tested and, or get it done. And everybody was like telling me, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I go through this line. This girl, 
lift my head up. She's like, I have to stick this up and hold this up your nose for 10 seconds. I'm like, okay, not a problem. Like, I've right. had a camera shoved up my nose. Right. Like, so it's not anything bad for me. This woman literally took this cute Girl, way to break the table. The table's not broken, all right? Jesus. Seven years of bad luck. It's not broken. So there ain't no bad years of seven years of bad luck. So fuck you. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's your birthday. All right. All right. I'm mm-hmm. a little ratchet right now. Okay. I need to bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little ratchet. Please and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Only person who's ratchet is you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's your birthday. But anyways, she took the Q-tip mm-hmm. and shoved it up my nose. It wasn't just like a hold it up there. She... Then I think the Petty Award goes to her. Maybe. For doing the most with your nostrils. Yeah. My nostril was raped. Oh my like, god. Like, it was literally the, Okay, I just want to have a disclaimer. For the people that actually have been through that horrific sexual assault, <laughs> Sorry. that's not what she means. I'm just saying. She was, was violated. Was, I was violated on so Profusely. Profusely. My yes. nose was penetrated in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get it if you just had to hold it up there, but she just went... Yeah. Well, I mean... They kind of have to, like, swirl swab. it, like, yeah, swab it. And I can get that if you have to swab it. She didn't swab it. She just shoved she it. She went ham in your nostril, <laughs> yeah. in your sinus cavity. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's... And you wonder why I'm so petty about that. I, I mean, I would be, too, if I felt my no- nose got, like... Raped? Fucked hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't consent to that part. I consented to it just being gently. Yeah, no. I did not consent to the rape. I just know it was uncomfortable. Like, it was uncomfortable everything is connected the it sinuses is. and the everything yeah but um so the petty award goes to that healthcare professional thank you for being on the front line but next time be don't a little... shove shit yeah. out people's nose like that yeah it's don't rude don't be aggressive i appreciate it's it it's not like it was a long line i was in there for a whole 10 minutes yes be like, careful next time because i'm tired of hearing about it yeah appreciate it no, you're not. <laughs> Yeah, you remember that one time we went through that pandemic and I felt like my yeah, no. And you don't talk like that. I don't know why I went full on something. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> but anyways, yes. um, we'll, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Yes. Make sure you follow us at the PAB podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um you can follow me at the Shaka. And me at Errol Doc Hardy. We love you guys. Mwah.